2: live. ladies and gentlemen, we are back. The A Plus Player Podcast is back in your earbuds for your enjoyment, sim leaguers. Uh, this is your host, Banks. Uh, glad to be back here with you guys, uh, running the running the pod once again. Um, joined with uh, joined by a couple very distinguished gentlemen. Uh, first and foremost, we are uh, lucky to have the commissioner of the league. Soup, uh, welcome uh, back to the A-Plus Player Podcast, my friend.
3: <laughs>
2: Good to be here. <laughs> that I drop in, Soup. And uh, we are also joined by one of the I, – I think if we uh, did a, a poll around the league who they enjoyed the most on the podcast – this gentleman would be very high up on the list. He was a guy I sought out right away to to be um, on this episode, and that is uh, Pistol. Welcome to the podcast, Pistol.
1: Hey, welcome back, Banks. I know uh, we're all excited to have you back back at the helm here. SPL did a fine job filling in for you, but uh, but it's nice to have the maestro back at work.
2: Well, I appreciate that, man. I uh I that that's a great segue over to our our third uh, host here tonight. And uh it's a big shout out to this gentleman because not only did he bring us the podcast idea that I ended up running with when he took his hiatus, but he came back and filled in while I was gone uh getting my daddy duty on, and I appreciate it very much, SPL. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. Thank you, sir. Well, uh, SPL as as everything uh, Sim League, uh, I, we don't really have a run sheet here, so we kind of just fly by it, and I'll throw random shit out. We we'll, we discuss it. Uh, usually, we get pretty drunk, and then eventually, I find the the end button, and that's the end of our podcast.
1: So hold on, thanks. Uh, have you have you explained to people what Sim League is? I feel like well, there's going to be a lot of confused <laughs> listeners out there. I well, yeah, absolutely. Uh,
2: Sim League is a group of gentlemen. Who uh, get together and uh, we basically Madden GM mode an NBA franchise. Uh, we make cuts, we make trades, we draft our players. Uh, we end up uh, having Hall of Fame inductions and so forth and so on. Soup is the uh, the master of all uh, all events. He is our, our creator. Uh, and Eric is uh just along for the ride. He's he's a helpful hand, but uh if you are ever down to join the sim league, uh please uh visit uh that sim league uh, life or you can also go on to www.lolwrongtmbsl.proboards.com uh, sign up, join up. Uh we plan on having this go at least another 5 to 10 years uh easy. So uh and with that said, uh, language SPL. Make sure you keep it in check. I plan on baby banks for <laughs> to listening to these things back in about, I don't know, ten fifteen years when the next uh, round of uh, baby GMs no when, when he's
1: that. when he's GMing teams to fake titles and his prime. Oh
2: yeah, like then I, one day I can be proud and he can call me and say, Dad, listen, you know, uh, soup uh, sim the league and I want a fake sim title and I'm be like, Hell yeah, boy, do like your daddy does. <laughs> Uh with that said, gentlemen, we are in the middle of a uh in the playoffs. Uh so far, um it, it's been pretty dominated by a uh, a certain team out west. They they've kind of run the show uh same with the team out east. Uh we got the uh, Sixers and the Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals. Out west, we have the Kings and the Suns. Um let's uh dive into it just a little bit here. I'll start with you, SPL. Um your thoughts on, you know, the first couple of rounds, any shocking, you know, finals? I know you had a, I know a lot of people in the sim league loved your team. were very high on the Jazz. You went out in the first round to a pretty tough Blazers team. Uh, just your thoughts on the West? Um,
4: yeah, the the Western Conference. Um, I mean, I'm really really surprised with uh, with the emergence of the Suns.
1: Um,
4: the Suns, uh, I really didn't think they were going to out of the first round against the Lakers. We, we we talked about it last night in the preview pod. Uh, both of us really like the Lakers lineup and and what they've done in building this team uh, around the trade deadline with the changes that they made with bringing in the mountain um, to really fill out that roster really nicely uh, with their wings. Um, I mean, I I really, and with, with Holtzman being down for 20 days, I I really didn't think the Suns were going to be able to take them. Uh, But now the Suns are there. Um, I I really don't think the Suns are going to get by the Kings. Um, my My prediction in the West was the the Kings to come out of it. Um, I was really surprised with uh, Trailblazers taking me down. I I handled the Trailblazers pretty well throughout the season. So um, just got to figure out this playoff thing, hopefully uh, next year for the Jazz.
2: Well, as Eric has said in Shout recently, what regular season results uh, happen really make no difference in the playoffs. Uh, I think there's some kind of calculation and nerd shit that kind of he's figured out, the point differentials and such. So uh, he, he nailed the first uh, the matchup with the Kings. He said the Kings should win easily, and they did uh, by smoking my Nuggets four zero. Um, Pistol, your thoughts on the West, my
1: friend. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I – Definitely thought the Jazz were going to – I picked them to win it all. I, I really liked uh, the build of that squad. I mean, the good news for SPL is uh, nobody's kind of aging out of that team. He's, he's got a, a few guys that should be getting better uh, and, a, and a few guys that are going to just stay in their prime. So, uh, you know, it, it's not the end of the world, and, and hopefully the random number generator, as Odin likes to uh, to refer to it, is – a little kinder to you next year in the playoffs but uh but yeah that one that one definitely surprised me out west and then i don't know the others i thought went about uh the way i was expecting uh you know I, I guess i thought uh that your nuggets would put up a little bit tougher of a fight against the kings but really i mean the kings were looking like the best team in the conference for most of the season so i'm not surprised that they uh they advanced past you and, you know, Kings, Sons, the Suns obviously uh, were kind of like the fifth or sixth best, best record in the West, but uh, won their division, so they ended up as the two seed. And uh, But I, they're better than their record indicated because of that trade that uh, I made with them later in the year.
2: Yeah, well, uh, speaking of the Suns and speaking of the Kings, uh, Supes uh, posted the next round of the conference finals and finished off the finals here. Oh, uh, a little goodness. bit of breaking news on the podcast for those listening. Uh, the Suns have come back be- from being down 2-1 to one to win the series in seven games, four games to three. The uh, Kings win a seven game in advance to the, M- uh, to the Sim League finals, and they will face the Philadelphia 76ers, who absolutely smoked the Cavaliers four games to none, wasn't even a battle. The Sixers have kind of run, run, shot, run shot over the league there, 4-1 over the Bulls 4-1 over the Pacers, 4-love over the Cavs. Um, you know, that Chitwood fella is actually not so bad after all. Um, you know, after rumors about him possibly being moved, it's obviously motivated him to lead to his Sixers in this playoffs. Um, you know, with that being said, uh let's let's get finals predictions uh, or, you know, up and running before Soup Sims here. Um we obviously got uh, Suns and 76ers, uh Pete, who do you think's going to win it all?
1: Uh, you know, I think as much as it pains me as an Eastern Conference GM to see the West win yet again, uh I think the Suns take it. You know, he's got proven proven commodities in uh Nicholas Templeton and Bill Russell that clearly are now the two best players on his team, so uh, he should run through the Sixers no problem and continue the reign of Purple Board uh, onto the league. Hope may it never end.
2: Uh, SPL, your thoughts on on the finals matchup here, Suns Sixers? I know you had Kings and Sixers, the Suns. Uh, but, yeah, yeah man,
4: I'm, I'm not going to back away. I mean, I, I really think this is the Sixers' year. I, I really like um, what they have going. I really like the addition that they made around the trade deadline to Tyrese Thomas. I think he was a real solid addition to to shore, uh, help shore up that middle defense um, uh, of his team, um, and he's got two really good outside scorers in Chitwood and Edney. Um, I, I really think that this is uh, this is uh, the 76ers' here. I think the 76ers take it.
2: Um, someone, I think Erica in shout there posted that there's a an injury to Holtzman again and he'll basically miss the majority of the finals. He's going to be out for six days, so with broken ribs. Uh, anybody want to switch to prediction?
1: Nope. i standing by him. I'm standing
3: with
2: him. Is anybody surprised that the Suns moved Rudy Gay and we're still able to make it back here?
1: P. I yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Hank always seems to uh, have another move in the chamber when he moves one of these big guys. You know, he he doesn't really just kind of stand pat after getting a good return on somebody. He's always ready, willing, and able to flip them uh, for some other people. So turning Rudy Gay into Templeton and Russell, probably better for his t- team in the short term. So I'm not surprised he's doing better.
2: Yeah, it's not surprised he was able to weasel in a couple of moves. Uh, SPL, your your uh, thoughts on him moving gay and still making it back? Uh,
4: yeah, I mean it's, it was really really surprising that that I, I didn't understand the, what he was shifting. Um, to be honest with you, I, I didn't think he was going to make it out of the first round. I mean, I, I thought the Lakers, I thought the Lakers had a more had a better roster starting lineup. So I, I'm really surprised that he's made it this far. I mean, hats off to uh, Ank. Um, for doing it again, uh, getting getting back to the championship game, back to back years, especially with him. I mean, completely altering his, his lineup and, and changing things around. Because um, we talked about it last night. You I mean him just making move upon move after move, and it was like he was acquiring things, moving things, and and and, and it's like people were arriving in in Phoenix just to go to another place. You I mean, but him to add Templeton um Bill Russell, you I mean he really did a good job with uh with uh with making this team. Um um you I mean the only the only problem that I see, I mean and, and again, you I mean he he's a he's a master at this. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens um once uh I mean in in the next couple of seasons, but you I mean he he's really set this team up pretty mm-hmm. well.
2: Yeah, absolutely absolutely i th- i agree angs made a lot of uh, pretty good moves I-, I thought like uspl that he'd step back a little bit especially after moving rudy gay who i was chasing for a good majority of the season and uh along with about uh, about four or five other small forwards that just couldn't get my hands on unfortunately um while we wait for Soup and and we wait for Ank to make some uh, playoff changes and such, um, obviously this year it was a was pretty packed in the West. A lot of a lot of challenges, a lot of tough teams, a lot of stacked teams. Um, regular season MVP was Terrell Brandon. Uh, anybody have any beefs or qualms with uh, Brandon winning MVP this year? I know last year was pretty close, and and there were some people that thought possibly it could be it could be someone else, but. Uh, Everybody think Brandon was is the clear MVP or uh, anybody have a gripe against it? Uh, SPO, go ahead.
4: No, I mean he he was definitely one of the most dominant players in the league. I mean, with what he puts together, I mean, it, this to be and this is this is really a point guard league. I mean, you need to have good productivity. The the, the game itself loves the point guard, um, and when you got a person at, at the point. That I mean is averaging about fifty percent from the field uh forty two percent from three um twenty nine points a game eleven and a half assists a game with five, almost five rebounds a game uh or four and a half rebounds a game and two steals a game i mean he he's just phenomenal i mean phenomenal phenomenal player that uh and I think he was uh number one in win shares uh, when Eric posted that out so Anybody that that has that much productivity across the board in many stats and and with having his turnovers only at one point four, um, tremendous tremendous player that uh, that uh, definitely deserves um, that recognition and honor.
2: Yeah, it'd and, be nice if he would have played like an MVP in the playoffs, cocksucker. Uh, <laughs> Pete, before we go to you and your thoughts on MVP and if uh, you thought Brandon was the man, we have a caller. Um, The infamous Randy Taylor is back on the A-Plus Player Podcast. Randy, welcome.
0: Why are we talking about Terrell Trandon? There's a finals going on here. (laughs) Suns Sixers.
2: Suns and Sixers. Yeah, absolutely. We talked about the Suns and Sixers, and everyone uh, pretty much uh, thinks that the Suns are going to lose. So, your thoughts? I picked the Suns, Um, by the way.
0: Yeah, probably. So I don't think I've been favored in any series yet, so we'll see.
2: How unbelievable of a run is this? Were you expecting, did you have any hope that you could get it to the finals, or is this kind of catching you by surprise?
0: If I beat Buster, I thought I had a chance, because then I'd get back Holzman against 20. But I think I'd be 20. It seems really Can funny. we not right now? <laughs> Go
3: ahead, Guys, soup.
1: An- no, it, Ank, was so a, it, it was a inside so joke. Call, Ank. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ank is much better when he doesn't have to run these calls. When he can only call in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Ank. Uh, w- explain to us how you couldn't get the podcast up and running there that night. Hey, were you that drunk?
0: So what happened was, as you see here, my phone that I'm calling in with is attached to Randy Taylor. I used it to, to call in, uh, but I tried to start the podcast as Ankly, so I have another like username on there. So that really messed with me in my state of mind, and I just could not figure that out. So we had, you know, kind of a non-recorded podcast. Got some things out in the open.
1: Soup shared some really good info on the software, so it was good. Ank shared his first gay experience, and then his second.
2: So, uh, Ank, let me ask you a question. So Randy Taylor we're familiar with, and usually if you're not Randy Taylor in the Sim League, uh, in the A-plus player podcast pool, you're just like a random guest number. Since you do have an Ank account, uh, do tell us, what uh, podcast do you join? Uh, who do you discuss with? Uh, are you part of Crackheads Anonymous? Like, uh, let's let's talk about it here, man. What's the Ank uh, username? What what podcast does it normally uh, venture over to?
0: Uh, I mean, there's like a Wheel podcast that I'm a regular on. <laughs> I just talk about round things. I mean, there's a lot out there, man. Internet's a big place. It's scary. I place. hear you.
2: <laughs> well, uh, let me break a little bit of news here. Uh, Sim uh, Super Simmed uh, Part One of the NBA uh, Sim League Finals. Uh, we have a two games to one lead by the Phoenix Suns. Um, so Anki, even though he's missing uh, a key component of his roster, has taken the 2-1 lead. Um, you know, if, if Anki ends up pulling off this series, I think all East GMs should probably donate 500 dumb bucks each into the accounts of, you know, to the West GMs. Because we've basically owned you and become you know, you've become our bitch. It hasn't been since, what, Pete, you've won a title, what? Ten sim years ago, that uh, Uh, eleven sim years ago,
1: Uh, it was three thousand sixteen. So we're we're going on eleven plus years.
2: Yeah, that's that's pretty pathetic. Um, You know, I know that there was an East GM out there that used to talk about running the league. um, But as I mentioned before, he kind of just runs the buffet lines. I'm pretty sure he's probably hitting up his local Golden Corral. So trophy, uh, shout out to you, brother. Maybe we'll get you on the next podcast, even though you dissed us for this one. Um, but you know, besides that, like seriously, East GM, step your fucking game up. Like, you know, K N, what's going on, man? Like, uh we get it, you don't have Bledsoe, but you know, get back in the game here. Let's let's be a little bit more competitive. Faison with his little rosters just dominating it, and you're letting a uh, you know a so-so GM like Heeb's you know run the regular seasons out East. Come on, step your game up, East GM. Step your game up, uh, gentlemen. As you look through the box scores through game one, two, and three, anything stick out to you right away? Uh, SP, I'll let you go first, man. Um, just
4: taking a look. I mean, the, the, the Sixers took game one, and then the Suns took. Uh... Uh, game two and in Game three, and just kind of looking at some of the efficiency scoring, it just looks like the Suns' defense is just um, really giving the Sixers a lot of issues and a lot of problems. Because um, I'm not seeing the scoring efficiency um, from the 76ers um, that I was seeing in the past. Some of these past games. So, I mean, props off to Ink and and the team that he's put together here. Um, you mean um, hopefully uh, hopefully the title stays back out west, but you mean I'm also hoping that my prediction of the 76ers uh, reigns true
2: Pete uh, your thought of the box scores uh, anything pop out I think for me uh, and um, SPL alluded to it a little bit there with uh, the scoring efficiency and, and down for the the sixers he hasn't even broke a 100 points in any of the three games including the game he did win uh, stuck under a hundred in all three games uh, you're you know anything else sticking out to you
1: yeah, uh, you know that doesn't surprise me. Obviously, uh, I'm, I'm a little biased towards the Suns team because it contains two key uh, former Raptors with uh, with Bill Russell and, and Templeton. And uh, frankly, you know, I, I think they've both been playing well. I don't understand why more people didn't want to trade for them. I don't know why Taco was turning down uh, my offer for Beasley in favor of 33 year old Frank Selby, but. Uh, so be it. You know, uh, I think clearly this is this is proving that those two are are huge difference makers and very good defensive players. So uh, I'm I'm happy to see that I'm at least being validated.
2: Ank, uh, what are your feelings here? Up two one, pretty confident right now. Obviously, you're going to bring Holtzman back into into the fold here for the next uh, round of sims. Uh, you know, where, where's your feelings on things?
0: I mean, I'm pretty confident. No guarantees, but at this point, I think I'll probably win because, you know, you got a game up,
1: seven-game series. So
0: hopefully we can close it out. A little wine and cheese for everyone after the game.
1: It's be good, guys. Uh,
2: the confidence level of Inc. really rose after winning the Sim League title last year. Back-to-back titles, are we going to um, reach the level of GBG peacocking here next season?
1: Oh, I think so, definitely. Um, Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let me win this first before I, you know, start peacocking. But,
0: yeah, I mean, certainly.
2: (laughs) Oh, Lord have mercy on our league if that does, in fact, happen. Soup, uh, I know you're still there. Your thoughts on the playoffs this far? um, Is this final shocking to you?
5: Very shocking.
2: I hate my life that Ainkley has been the finals. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
5: oh, Ankle, like like my my two, two. In, my two worst enemies in Sim League face on and Ankle are in the fire. <laughs> I don't think this could have gone any better for me.
3: Yeah.
2: So
5: it's, I, I, it's, would, it's, I wouldn't be surprised if the uh if the fog gets accidentally deleted here so.
0: <laughs> hey, hey,
5: do you want uh, Holzman back to your second scoring option?
0: Uh no.
5: Okay. I'll be right back.
0: Oh boy. All right.
1: I think he's going to go take it down.
2: So uh as we wait for the SIM to come up here, uh let's uh, how um how big of a, a landscape change do you think we guys we have uh, coming up obviously? The Nets are looking to move Toby. They were looking to move him during the regular season. Maybe he bails out on that at this point and, and shifts. Uh, are we are we looking at a major change here? You see teams in the West. Anybody that's made the playoffs looking to, to bail out, or do you think it's going to be competitive as, uh, as it has been? Um, uh, Pete, your thoughts on on where you know the East and West, and if you see anybody looking that you think might be shaking it up
1: here in the off season? yeah i don't i don't buy that hes is gonna shake it up he talks about moving his star players every season and then doesn't really do much uh to move you know if he does move somebody it's to uh get another player that's gonna just be a little bit younger uh you know i think that as far as the west i don't i don't know i'm kinda think of who might be blown it up twenties uh Obviously, has Porzingis who's getting pretty old. So that, you know, if he ends up retiring this off season, that could be a a big blow. But, uh, but for the most part, it seems like the Western Conference teams are all pretty well set up for success Uh, moving forward. The Blazers, depending on what happens this free agency, could fall off pretty bad uh, if they lose one or two of their top guys. Uh, And then any, I I don't know. I, I think that the uh, main like Faison's team is is pretty good, but if Edney leaves or if Sharif retires, then he's in some trouble too. So I, I could see the Sixers maybe blowing it up. Uh and then I, I definitely think if the Blazers have some bad free agency luck, then they're gonna they're gonna take a huge step back.
2: Yeah, I mean out west it looks like maybe the Timberwolves will be the next team to step up there if the Blazers do take a step back. Um not really sure what the Grizzlies or Rockets. I don't think those guys – well, definitely not the Rockets, but the Grizzlies don't look like – I don't know what they're doing. They're kind of in limbo there. Um, SPL, your thoughts on, on the East and West, any teams you think might shake it up? Uh, any teams maybe instead of shaking it up, maybe making a move to battle into the playoffs? Uh, I mean, Pete did kind of nail the West. It's kind of – you know, the top eight, nine teams are, are pretty legit, and then after that it's kind of mostly tankers. Um but out east, do you see anybody that might make a make a, a splurge to get up into the playoffs?
4: Um, not really, to be honest with you. I, I think the teams that didn't make the playoffs this season, I mean, you you got the Raptors that really traded around a good portion of their core. Um, and it and, and looks like he's trying to put together a rebuild. So he, I, I would imagine Pete's going to, in the offseason, is going to be moving uh, Roy uh, for more assets. And, and he just looks like he did a pretty good job of just clearing tons of cap space right now. So it looks like he's going to either try to win in the free agent market, um, and if he doesn't, then just completely rebuild this up, um, what it looks like. So, um, I mean, and you look at the other teams that didn't make, Miami Heat moved their best player. Um, Bulls really moved a crap ton away and looking to rebuild. Um, I, I just don't see another team that's outside of the top eight that made it uh, in the playoffs in the East that really aren't going to do anything. Um, to touch base on the Brooklyn Nets, I mean, him moving Toby makes a ton of sense to me um, just because, you mean, you've got most of his points are, and everything's coming from the inside between Garnett and Toby. Um, he's, he's got a Achilles heel on his team at point guard. So my guess is, I mean, he's probably going to try to shift out Toby to, to, to get, um, better, uh, better on the perimeter with a with a nice point guard uh, would be my assumption of what he's probably trying to look to do with this team.
2: Yeah. Uh, before we we dive into a little bit more of uh, what we think is going to happen in the off season here, Sim, uh, we do have a sim up. Um, we are going to have a fantastic Game Seven, ladies and gentlemen, as oh the series boy. is now tied three games apiece. The Sixers Ooh. and the Suns are in a in a battle here. Um, Three games apiece, uh, Sixers and Suns. Anki, um, I don't think, was paying attention, so he's probably going to have to go and hurry up and uh, figure out some DC changes or some tweaks he would like to do to his software. With that being said, we won't go to him right away. We'll let him do what he, what, uh, you know, what he needs to do there. Um, is, uh, seven games, I mean, that's all we can really ask for, right, guys? Uh, Pete, your, your thoughts? Uh, uh, still riding with who you, who you came with?
1: Yeah, uh, I want to set the over/under for how many times Soup resimmed that to get Game Seven at uh, at three. Uh, so I think you know it, it's probably I, I would go over three that uh, that Soup was you know resimming and resimming and to make sure that Ank had to sweat it out at least if he was going to win it. Uh, Not but, only uh, that, <laughs> Oh, you lost your Road Dog there in the playoffs. That guy, he. Let's uh... <sighs> see. You're in trouble.
2: Yeah, he's gonna miss this game. <laughs> not, I'd, like to mention myself, I'd be I'd be,
5: <laughs> remiss, I'd be remiss if we didn't mention the passing of longtime GM of the Phoenix Suns, David Bowie or Bowie. I'm sorry. And I think we can all feel his presence
1: with the Suns this playoff run. This run, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, we got a black star shining over the uh, proceedings here tonight. Yeah, it's it's
2: a uh, it's it's a sad time. Um, SPL game seven. Let's get a prediction. And uh, are you going <laughs> to waffle? Are you going to change? Who who are you rolling with game seven?
4: I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with the Sixers. I mean, I I really like what the team the Sixers put together, and, I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with uh, the Sixers in the championship.
2: All right, and uh, I mean, the it seems like the scoring for the Suns just fell off a cliff once. Uh,
4: yeah, yeah you know, the scoring his... efficiency in 4, 5, and 6 got a lot better for the Sixers. Um, yeah, it's
2: like a tale of two different sims there, so, um, you
4: know, two different yeah, worlds. Yeah, game, just... game 6 was just completely dominated. I mean, um, the Sixers won 121 to 76, so, um, I mean, just, I mean, it really
1: really good momentum for the Sixers right now. Yeah, absolutely. Bad so that they are the 76ers. It's, it's no wonder that they held them to 76. <laughs>
2: uh Pete, are you, you riding with the Sixers still, or are you gonna?
1: Oh no, I, I was I was riding with the Suns the whole yep. way.
2: Are you gonna stay with them here, Game Seven?
1: Yep, I think Bill Russell is gonna throw up a quadruple double to uh, to seal the Suns' win.
2: All right, Ank, you make your changes there, bud.
1: Uh, one second
2: all right so as ank works on that um let's let's switch our attention a little bit obviously we're gonna after these playoffs uh this last sim here we're going to um dive into the off season stuff um we are going to have i am pretty sure um our first uh, this is um is this eric's first created uh free agent class uh, with the Rodman, the Mark Price, the Logan Kims, and uh, the Benjis, was this his class that he created? His first class? Can we get confirmation yes. from someone there? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, w- what are we thinking um, contract wise on some of these big guys? Obviously, Benji is probably going to get a full max if he tests tests the market. Same thing with uh, you know with Len, he's probably going to be a max guy. Um, then you got some some guys that uh, didn't do so hot. Um, you know. Uh, I guess let's let's throw out you know let's throw out somebody like Brad Doherty. Well, you know he's been pretty good for KN. Pete, what do you think he could get on an open
1: market? Ooh, uh, as someone with cap space, you know I'm going to be dropping smoke screens left and right here. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think Doherty he he definitely has not played like a max player in my opinion. Uh, you know I think he's he's someone that's interesting someone that I, I would look to get locked up to you know like a, a four or five year at like I, I don't know 8 or 10 million or so, starting at 8 or 10 million something like that uh obviously there's a there's a big gap in between that and and what people might be willing to offer i think he's he's had a a little bit down year this year compared to what he's done in the past but uh but I think he's still a useful player and, and should be you know, a starter for someone. So I, I think that would be worth uh, some investment just for his potential alone. So uh, I could see him fetching a little bit, but I'd, I'd be surprised if he got a max this offseason. How about
2: a similar player in like Roy Tarpley, um, you know, SPL, your thoughts on, on what he could possibly fetch on the open market here? Um, he has pretty good block numbers. I don't think he's had any or very little um, – you know, points pumped into him. I, I don't remember seeing very many threads of him popped up, but uh he seems like an interesting cat, uh three and a half blocks on the season. Um, you know, your thoughts on what he could possibly get on the market.
4: Yeah, I mean he he's a player that um I really like. Uh he, he's he's your he's your defensive player that is going to um I mean just just hold the middle. And, and he's really I mean he's really a guy that even, I mean, for, he's shooting about 42% from the field, but I mean, that's not a reason why you like him. I mean, you, he, you like him um, just because of what he, what he can do. You I mean he's 3.5 blocks, uh, 11.5. I think he's very similar to, um, to on my team to uh, Ellis. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he got a contract very similar. Um, I mean, probably like, you I mean, Probably about 10 million a year was what I would expect for him, um, especially with his age. I mean, I would expect something similar to a to a Laurent Ellis deal is, is is kind of what I would think that would be uh, would be something for him.
2: As Super here. Before you go ahead and sim game seven, I don't know if you might want to do a live reveal. Maybe do quarter by quarter score and and uh, and, and share the info live. I'm already
5: in the process
2: of simming That's.
5: I
1: don't know if my math skills are going to be good enough to do a quarter-by-quarter score.
2: Listen, guys, I'm pretty sober, but I don't know if you want to trust my math either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Sim, uh, Soup's in the middle of the Sim here, and as we F5 and refresh like a, uh, some madmen, uh, Pete, any other guy? Go- Obviously, you have a lot of cap space. We know you're probably going to send out a full max to one Dennis Rodman and probably one Mark Price, but uh, anyone else that uh, you know caught your eye that you thought could uh, get a substantial offer that maybe wasn't a top ten pick in the draft?
1: Yeah, uh, well, I, I guess not top 10 is is uh, difficult. The guy that I had in mind that I guess we hadn't mentioned yet was Arvias Sabonis, uh, who I think early on looked like he was going to be an absolute beast and still could be. You know, he's been kind of uh, toiling away in, in the wastelands of Charlotte, uh, which means that he's obviously still got some potential, but... You know, I, I, I'm getting a sense from him uh, that he's a lot like maybe a LaMarcus Aldridge where he he may be worth his contract, but uh, he, his potential to be, you know, a real, like, number one option type player might have been wasted in those first few years. So uh, I'm interested to see what kind of offers he gets. I, I would be surprised if he didn't end up uh, making himself some serious cash this offseason. Uh, that that was the name that I'm I'm really interested to see.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Sabonis is going to get a lot of interest. Um, him being, him having that stench of Charlotte probably only makes him you know maybe a more attractive uh, target for some. You know, they maybe will uh, gamble here and think that uh, he'll have new life. I think Lamarcus Aldridge is a great uh, a great comp for him. Um, and with that said, we have a playoff champion and our New champion is the Philadelphia 76ers and GM Faison. Uh, Congratulations to Faison coming back from two games to one down in the series. Um, you know, a little bit fortunate uh, that the Suns were battling multiple injuries to key figures in that series. Tyus Edney, former Denver Nuggets star, uh, and uh, wins playoff MVP. I'm not sure if many people had that, but SPL I know <laughs> rode the Sixers' bandwagon and probably did have that. So he's I probably going to end up uh,
4: playoff MVP as well.
2: There you go. So SPL, uh, you know, um, you know that you nailed it. Uh, pretty you must be feeling pretty good about that.
4: Uh I'd be feeling a lot better if I, if my team didn't get fucking bent over in the first round. Yeah. Uh, sh- uh we do have the losing GM on
2: the podcast. I think this might be the first time in history that we spoke to the losing GM over the winning GM, but since he's on and and he's a good sport. Uh Ank, uh how heartbroken are you right now?
0: I got one word for you, Banks. Asterisk. Okay.
2: Yeah asterisk,
0: yeah, this isn't a real title.
2: It's not a real title.
0: <laughs> the only way the East can win
2: I think uh, I think soup took the the lesser of two evils here and made sure that the seventy sixers won. I don't think he could handle your peacocking. I think you uh you you made him vomit when we asked you about what next season could be like. And I and I and I think Pete is right. I think he said what three sims to get it to game seven. Uh, Pete, where would you put it at to get a Sixers win? I
1: don't know. I, I'm hearing super, real quiet over there, which means I think uh, I think he was he was definitely working up a sweat. Uh, you know, closing out and then reopening and re-simming and everything. So uh, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm excited for the Sixers colors to be back again. There, there. I guess we see a lot of red, white, and blue uh with the teams here but uh but I, I think that uh I'm 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 thrilled for another Eastern Conference win. Uh it, this is it's about damn time. And uh and congrats to Faison on being like I I think he might be the first Eastern Conference GM to win two titles uh now so you know he he's joined mm-hmm. elite company here. <laughs> <laughs> is Dub
0: still top five?
1: I, I, I think he's, he's there. I think he is. He's there. Dump is in the top, top five. five. I don't think he's top three anymore, but he's definitely top five. Yeah. Top, five. five. What? top five
5: top five. Yeah. Retard.
1: No. Oh. Same. Thing. No, he's top top one. Retard.
5: He's a top five GM in the Easter period.
1: In the Easter.
5: East. Oh fuck! <laughs> who, finished their, who finished their place in the retard Olympics? I mean, geez.
2: yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh jeez. Well, I um. Maybe we can get Faison on here. I've asked him to join the call to get him to talk Hold on, with he, us.
1: We don't need Faison's crackly ass phone though. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I'll say this. Listen, Faison, on. I uh, I am um. I'm sitting here, and I just forked over some money for a new server, and if you're willing to call in, I will send you a burner phone. That way, you can call in in the future and not have a fucked up phone. So if you want to call in, I'm offering you a burner phone in the future, and just uh, make sure that you hold the the call. you know, extend the cord into your phone so it doesn't crack, and come, you know, talk shit to Ank because he's on the phone. So this would be a prime opportunity to get uh, to get some some great conversation going. But um, Ank, uh, wanted to go back to you just one more one more uh, one more time here. Um, moving forward with your roster, do you think uh, we we were discussing a little bit? Obviously, we're in the playoffs, but do you think you're going to pretty much bring everyone back?
0: Oh Yeah, I was planning on blowing it up, but then I talked to Pete, so I got Templeton for a good trade, so keeping the band together. The West is crowded, so I don't know. It's really weird. Yeah, it is. It's
2: it's extremely crowded, and and I'm very disappointed that you, uh, you know... Blew it to an East GM. Uh, we were 11 years strong, and, you, and of course, you won. And, and a Game 7. Like, you won two Game 7s in this playoffs, and then, of course, the finals, you lose a Game 7. So, I mean, I guess all is right back into the sim world. And it looks like Faison will be joining us on the call. So, we'll get Faison here in a couple of minutes. Um, SPL, um, you were talking about top 10 guys and, and somebody that stuck out um before we hung up and we got ank so ank how about you give us some thoughts on the free agent class i know that uh you you always uh have stood by not having much luck in free agency but in your eyes uh eric's class here somebody maybe not in the top 10 um you know that went in the top 10 that you think might get a pretty good contract looks like a pretty good player
1: oh man i'm not prepared for this um
2: Nobody's prepared for this, man. We go off the, the about, you know, on the fly, man.
0: Talked about 20th Center, Dan Leonard. I bet he'll get a big deal.
1: <laughs> Can we just not right now?
2: <laughs> uh, anybody? Uh, <laughs> anybody think? Uh, you know, there's there's somebody oh, I mean I, is anybody gonna get a Victor contract out there? Do you think anybody's gonna get way overpaid? Uh, is there any player on the market that, that, that looks primed to get a big deal that shouldn't get a deal, uh Jeff Murray out there? Pete, your
1: thoughts? Yeah, uh Jimmer Fredette I think someone's gonna end up paying a whole bunch of money. because uh, 'cause he's got that A plus outside and, and puts up some real nice percentages, but uh I think he's probably going to end up getting more than he's worth, probably from RV, because RV likes to pay his own players way too much. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I think uh, yeah, I, I'll. You mentioned Dennis Rodman earlier. I'm really interested to see what he fetches, because uh, he's he's one of those weird, I guess, kitten fish kind of players that could be useful, but you don't want to pay too much for. Uh, so, you know, I, I think. Jerry might be still shell shocked from losing, uh, uh, listen, and, and uh, he had another free agent that left him pretty recently. So I, I could see him, uh, overpaying to keep Rodman around, even though he's probably not going to be worth, uh, that much. So guy- uh, a good couple.
2: Pete, your overall impressions of Eric's first uh, rookie class. I mean, obviously you have Benji of Bias, uh, you know, then there's some guys that just never panned out in Drazen. Hey, real quick. Yeah, go ahead, Soup.
5: Um, (laughs) I made Benji and Bias. Oh, shit.
2: (laughs) Well, I I honestly don't think anybody is surprised by that, um, you know, given the track record of all the other players in the draft um, and how – uh, you know, unbeastly. Most of them look like um. Since since we we since you've come out with Benji and and Len, that you created anybody else that you touched and tweaked? Uh, the
5: bonus. I know I tweak a little bit. Is is he in the draft class? The bonus?
2: Yeah. yeah. The bonus, Yep.
5: Mm-hmm. Who else is
2: in that draft class? Uh, the went Wilson, uh, Baez, Doherty, Harper, Drazan. Uh, Chuck, Chuck Person, Tarpley, Del Curry, Rodman, Price. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to look at yeah, some of the Doherty,
5: other guys. Yeah, Doherty, I touched up a little bit. Um, I I, I did a little more in that first class because he was kind of new to it. And uh, some of the stuff he was doing I thought was a little over the top, but he's gotten better since then on that. But yeah, that first class I probably, I probably built four or five guys, and then I touched up another probably five or six. Touch off Mark Price at all. No
2: <laughs> problem Listen, Mark Price, no one is gonna speak about Mark Price. He's gonna um not test free agency. He's gonna give the Denver Nuggets a nice friendly deal. And then uh, I will be shipping him on his way in this off season. If not, you know. My luck so far, I've only been able to keep one of like three prime free agents, so we'll see how, how the Mark Price saga I'm ends backing But up it'll, to, probably, backing it'll probably it'll probably end up with truck. tears. I'm ready for free agency when y'all are. All right. Well, then, if you have free agency all lined up, my friend. Um, well, actually, hold on one second, Soup. Uh, let's yeah. real quick get Faison on the call. Faison, congratulations on your Sim League title, man. Welcome welcome to the podcast, brother. Thank you. That's
3: it? Thank you? Yep. That's it. <laughs> Faison,
4: you're my boy. You, uh, Thank you, SBL.
2: Uh Pete, any comments for Faison? Oh my god, I think that uh I think Pete might have gotten the Faison uh phone aids there. It's I, I about, couldn't make out shit that he just Charlie's said.
4: Charlie Brown's teacher for a second.
2: Yeah, that was that was terrible, Pete. Get that handheld fixed. Uh Faison, I don't know if you've been listening to the podcast, but we have another guest. Um the GM of the Phoenix Suns on, and his comment after the finals was over, he said that your title was an asterisk. Your thoughts on that? Uh, well,
0: I was listening to the podcast, but then I stopped when I heard you beating the drum for the West, Kind of like a Vanderbilt fan chanting SEC. Um, <laughs> what did Hank say? An asterisk? Yeah. I, yeah, I, see, will he, a, I will yeah, take to win any way I could get it. I'll take the win anyway I can get it. We needed that in the East.
2: You want to say anything personally to to Ank about your title?
0: No.
5: I must what say that say, what he meant to say was, "Yeah, fuck you, Anky cocksucker."
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, what did he say? He said that he has no words for you, and that he take oh his title God. however he could get it, and he doesn't give a fuck about your asterisk. And that's it. Well clearly Faison and, and, and uh Ank don't want to go at it on our podcast here. They're both uh, little little yeah, kitty cats. Palpable.
5: Palpable energy. Fucking butt buddies is what they are.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so with that being said, uh on any any words about your title, final words here, buddy, um before we move on to the off season shit.
0: Uh no, you're welcome for that exciting interview after the, after the championship. Yeah,
2: I mean, what the fuck, Faison? Yeah. You've been you've been talking about getting me back into this podcast game, talking about you want excitement, and here you are, and you're giving me a fucking snoozer of an interview. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I I need alcohol. Is there any time
3: awesome. in Champagne. Uh,
2: okay. With that said, I, I'm I'm already tired of on. Fuck him. Go ahead, Soup. Start with the off-season shit. All uh,
5: right, got Stromal Swift, re-signing three years, $34.6 million.
2: That's not bad at all.
5: Stanley Johnson, three years, $48.5 million. Mm-hmm. Carl Anthony Towns, one year, $1 million. Kevin McKenna, session free agency. Albert King, session free agency.
2: Albert Carl- Keane is still in the league, huh? Shit.
5: Uh, Charles Bradley, three years, twenty-four million. Not, not hearing any names yet. Wait
2: for it. Uh, Harold, one year, one million. Did we we didn't really mention about the vets. Is there any vet coming off a big deal that's testing free agency possibly? What uh, Savage? I
3: hear Go yeah, Soup. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> it's
2: not pretty so far. <laughs> soup, uh, as you're running through them, uh, what chicken tenders did you have? What chicken nuggets? Where would you go to get your chicken nuggets? I was curious. I missed it. I saw that at the end that you had dropped your chicken nugget or your sauce. Uh,
5: we got this new restaurant that opened up over here. Uh, Burger? No, Kane's kind of, turned me on to it. It's uh, called the McDonald's.
3: <laughs>
5: Amazing chicken nuggets. I don't think they can be found anywhere
2: else in the country. <laughs> uh, I I would tear up some McDonald's chicken nuggets right now. Ooh, Jimmer Fredette,
5: two years, five point five point three million.
2: Holy oh, shit! I got oh, my that, yeah, that just that just shits on that one.
5: Because he's white. <laughs>
2: Uh, Booby Miles, I mean <laughs> Booby Gibson, two years, nine point six million. Booby, yeah. we need to get a Booby Miles in the next draft. Yeah,
3: uh, Ray John Rondo, free agent. Heaps going to max him.
2: Yeah, you think Heaps is still clinging on to that Rondo, turning him into a stud still? He
5: loves
2: him.
5: He-, he don't think he's a stud, but he's going to offer some stupid that contract, like seven years, 2.3 million, 2% increases, because he does it every year. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Durant, two years, 27.9 million. How is that guy not retired yet? Well, he still may in the, the retiring soon.
3: Yeah, that's coming up. Uh uh-huh. J.J. Reddick, free agent.
2: Andrew Harrison, free agent. Is that the one A- Eric has?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Raptar Harrison.
2: Aaron,
5: Sorry. Aaron, I mean, Harrison,
3: I mean. Aaron Harrison, free agent. Patrick Douglas, five years, $49 million. Yeah, a bunch of no-names guys so far. damn. There's so many names in this class, too. Did
4: I miss that? What? Have you said Isaiah yet uh, from the Jazz? I I haven't heard it yet.
5: What was his name?
3: Isaiah Allen. Who? <laughs> I I, I uh... Quincy McCall, free agent. Mark Price of the
5: Mark Price of the Nuggets, free agent.
2: Son of a bitch. Fuck you, Sue! Uh... God damn it. Every David year the,
5: hey, hey, but David Wingate, Be on with you. Fuck
2: David Wingate. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about David Wingate. How much does what he do want? That? One year, one million.
5: One year, five hundred ninety thousand.
2: Yeah, every fucking year. That's what he signs for. <laughs> Why couldn't fucking Mark Price give me that deal? Because you don't play him. Yeah. Fuck that. He he gets playing time. I, what am I supposed to do? Sharif, Sharif. three years, fifty-three million. Somebody's right. gonna get Mark Price, and he's gonna fucking become a beast. Congratulations.
5: Jermaine O'Neal, five years, ninety-four million.
2: There you go, Ankh.
3: Success.
5: <laughs> Dra- Drazen Petrovitz, four years, brand new sports car, gonna die.
3: Uh.
2: <laughs> he fucking turned out terrible, man. I had a little hope for him after his first TC, but Jesus.
5: Pops, is that face on still on the call?
0: Yeah.
5: One year, 840000
0: he does that every year.
5: Well, fine, fuck you then. I won't tell you
2: anything.
5: <laughs> Ray <laughs> Allen, one year, seventeen million.
2: Well, that's one part of uh of the Blazers contingent now. No, nah, he's
5: on the Heat. Oh, is he Curry? Curry free agent.
2: Nice.
5: Dale Curry. Oh. <laughs> uh, Out of a bench. Purvis Ellison, two years, 14 million.
2: Never nervous, Purvis. Benji
5: Wilson of the Cleveland Cavaliers has decided
3: to test free agency. Oh, rest in peace, Sean. Lynn money. free agency. John Williams of the Pacers any good? Uh, he's, he's free agent. Interesting. Interesting. He writes really good music
2: for movies.
0: Pete, take care good. of uh, Mark Price for me, will you? Yeah.
2: You take care of yeah. him. Do not no. let Heebs get his hands on him. <laughs> this is grubby. Kurt, Th-
5: Kurt Thomas free agent.
2: The only person that likes Kurt Thomas is Dump. I like
3: him. Do you? <laughs> yeah, they play the at <sighs> What's up with Dirt,
2: Soup? Why is Why is he very, very... I mean, is it because of his job? But why isn't he not around as much anymore? Why don't you ask him? He can hear you. What <laughs> the fuck, Dirt? He said, what
3: the fuck? Why aren't you around as much anymore? He said, because you're
2: around more. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even true. I'm never around anymore.
3: <sighs> fucking dirt. Lynn Bias. Max. Oh, fucking Max. I'm lucky David one.
5: You deserved that. Isaiah Thomas. Five years, 94.5 mil.
2: There you go, SPL. There it is.
5: Savage.
3: Six years, $131 million. Hi, Sadney. Max. Well, six years, $93 million.
2: That's not bad at all.
0: He's on the block. He's gonna become such a good equipment. player, man.
2: Was he like second in wind shares for part, uh, point guards? Yeah. 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 So good, man. So
0: so good as he's gotten.
1: Are you gonna blow it up.
0: Uh, I may just try to change things out because I my team's getting old. Buck
5: Williams, six years, 131
0: million.
3: Ooh. <laughs> They're Ed in Curry. that first name.
5: Steph Curry, five years, one hundred nine million. Well, Blazers be will to, be back. Is he going to be able to afford Curry and Savage? He got. He's got Swift too, right? Yeah, yeah. we'll see yeah, how Swift offered to resign too.
3: Yeah,
2: he's not going to be able to afford all three. I don't think. No. Yeah, he's he's up against the cap as is. But I mean, everybody's coming off his cap. What what was a uh, Swift's number? What did he resign for? Uh, I was remember? like a like a three year
5: twenty four something
2: like that. So like yeah, it was, that wasn't bad,
5: bad. But
2: oh, he'll save some money there because I think Swift's making like fifteen mil now. Yeah, you
4: know? he is. He's making fifteen. Yeah. Seth but Curry he's... was making twenty one, and uh, and um, Savage was making just under nineteen.
2: Yeah going to be tough. He's going to have to piece it together. I mean, he might be able to bring them all back, but he's going to have a very thin roster.
3: Rick Fox, free agent. Yes. Gerald Nappy, free agent. Dutch Birch, free agent. Ghost of Sim League Pass coming to haunt us here. Dennis, oh, Dennis Rodman. 4 years
5: 26 million That's Interesting
3: a lot Logan Kim 2 years 5 million Who took who has Logan Kim? Somebody took him off of uh Bob. JHB's hands. Bob. Roy Tarpley free agent
5: Yes. Uh, Daniel Leonard, one year, two point nine million.
3: What? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Hank, get a better agent. I wouldn't do that. Oh, the person we've all been waiting for, five years, sixty-nine million. Any
5: tears? Resign.
1: Any powers tears?
3: No, he's he dropped it from his name when he left the left the bulls. <laughs> Brad Doherty, Max. Oof. There's no way he accepts that. Hewney Murray, free agent. Mark Nahara, one-year minimal. There you go, Banks.
2: Yeah, he was uh, one of my first, uh, second, like, one of the first guys. Didn't I have to uh, restrict for RFA him? Yeah. I think I did. You, did he you drop,
5: like, 20 grand into him? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gave you so
1: much shit about that. Yeah. The beat? Five I had years. to do that
2: again with, uh, what's his fucking face name? The guy that's on the Jazz now, LeRon Ellis. Ellis. Yeah. And yeah. then you
0: paid a first to trade him.
2: Yeah. But then I ended up getting <laughs> Lamar. Uh, I ended up picking up Lamarcus in a deal that was similar, like contract wise. Uh, not Lamarcus, Um, Whiteside contract wise. Like, I, I just. I ended up giving up a first for no reason. I, I was hoping to get two max free agents, and I ended up with zero. So that's what I get. That seems to be.
3: Five years, sixty-five million. The bonus free. Um, Y'all hear that last one? Yeah, yeah the it's it's bonus. What again?
5: Yeah, it's the bonus free agent. Free agent. Yeah, that is all of uh, uh free agency. Supersonics well. won the Supersonics won the fake fake uh, lottery.
2: Yeah, I don't think Yon is around to figure that out. Supa, what's your thoughts? Uh, it looks like we have a couple of GMs on the waiting list to come up. Bruns was saying about wanting to step down. Your thoughts on, on the GM turnover and if we, you think we're going to see some new guys in the next year or two? Yeah, we
5: got uh, MJ was first. He came to me first. He could put his name on the waiting list. And then Duck came in and said he wanted in. So we got those two guys. Bruns was going to quit, and then I told him, He said he was giving his team to Duck, and I told him that MJ was next to mine. He said, okay, never mind, I'm not quitting. So (laughs) (laughs) So it looks like he's sticking around for a little bit. Um, Pretty much everyone's been getting their shit in. I mean, not everyone's active on the board as far as shout, but that's always been the case. Um, I have my doubts about Divine.
1: I don't think that's going to be lasting too much longer.
5: I gave him an ultimatum, so we'll see how that goes.
2: What's your thoughts on AO? I, he probably gets all his shit done. I know I communicate with him via text, but I never see that dude on the border and shout. Yeah,
5: he uh he misses his V to the year asking advice and stuff, so I
2: mean, he seems active. Yeah, I mean via text message and all that he's he's super active. He always sends me a, a draft list and everything, like he's always on it. I just never see him on the board, so I was just curious your thoughts on him. I mean
5: I don't think that's a pretty to be I mean, we're not in here. We don't you don't gotta be shout
0: every day to be active. No, I agree with do you. We, do we do have AO and K N folks call into the podcast at the same time? Oh now you're asking for miracles.
2: Well, I did speak to K.N., and he said that he's at work, so he probably won't be able to, but he, he'll listen to us. But maybe, um, you know, for my next podcast, I'll try to work both A.O. and K.N. on the line at the same time. And maybe they can both co-host the next podcast. That'll be my goal. That'll be my goal. It'll probably be the most uh, must-hear podcast uh, that I've performed yet, just to hear both of those guys on the line. Soup, what we got coming up next, brother? I'm going through. I'm gonna have retirements and stuff. So give me a minute. All right, no problem. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna wait to soup. Gives us a lot of results. I think that's after a couple of things here. But um, free agency, obviously, uh, the big names on the market are, are Sabonis. Um, you also have uh, Benji on the market, and um, you know it looks like Roy Tarpley's hit the market, and he might get a a, a decent deal. Probably good chance that Brad Doherty will see the market. I don't think he's going to go ahead and get maxed. I don't think that he's going to accept that deal. And then, of course, Mark Price. So, um, you know, obviously, I guess, you know, there's what, five guys there. Rank them one to five on, on, on a value list. Uh, I'll let uh, Pete go first. Uh,
1: I'll probably go uh, Benji first. I think he is, uh, you know, I, I know he's Kind of, Sean might have wasted a couple upgrades, and and he's, but he's borderline point guard eligible. And I think if if he can get to a B plus this training camp, and and you'd be able to play him at point guard, then he would uh, he would be a really really good player. Uh, I'd probably go uh, Price two, just because I I think. I don't know. It, it's hard to say because he had not gotten a lot of minutes, obviously Brandon being so good. But uh, but I think he's he would be really good with starters minutes. Uh, Sabonis, three. Tarpley, four. And then I don't even remember who the other guy was, uh, five.
2: Uh, Brad Doherty, Sabonis, Mark Price. Brad uh, Doherty, yeah uh SPL you rank rank and ranked those 5 or if there's someone else you see that it hit the market that you would put in there instead go ahead
4: um i mean definitely out of the names you mentioned Doherty's number 5 um clear cut and and number 1 um without a doubt is going to be um, um the, the guy from uh the guy Benji. from please yeah Benji I mean without a doubt you I mean i think those two uh, the other three spots you I mean Two, three, and four, and in those, I mean, I kind of mix them up. I mean, personally, I, I like Tarpley a lot. I, I like what Tarpley offers. Um, I would put him ahead of the other two big men. I'd probably put Sabonis at three, and, uh, and then uh, what's his at four? So um, probably that's how I would rank it. Would you put Price two? I'm sorry, no, I. I I'm sorry, I would put, uh, I'm sorry, I would at number two, I would put uh, Tarpley, number three, Price, and then
2: number four, Sabonis, and then Got five, you. I would put, um, put him. Doherty. Yeah, Daugherty. Uh Faison, you're there. How about, I, obviously, you're not going to have a lot of money, so maybe we'll get, you know, Pete over there smoke screening like a motherfucker. Uh, how about your thoughts on the top five?
0: Uh, I would say Doherty doesn't even deserve to be mentioned with those other players. He's
3: awful.
0: I don't know if you if you all remember Ralph Sampson. I know s b l had him.
3: That's oh, basically Lord.
0: that's that's Brad Darty basically. Um, I would have Price oh. number two, just because he's point guard, then uh, Tarpley, then Solonis. I remember.
5: Hey, I remember a lot of people shitting on KG at the end of his rookie contract, and look how that turned out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep, Soup's right about that. Soup is right about that. But the only thing is with KG, you created him. So we don't really know which which one I of these big
3: authority.
2: guys. Oh, you said you tweaked him. You didn't say you created him, but that's that's fine. That's 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 fair enough. You are going to bat for him, so oh, hint, oh, motherfuckers. Listen, you're the fucking biggest nitpicker in this fucking league, so I don't want to hear shit over there, Soup. I'll tell you who else I created. Fuck you. Don't even say it. I know you're only saying it to fucking troll me, so fucking shut the fuck up. I made your son. Yeah, whatever, motherfucker. I, <laughs> I thought you were going to go with short. Mark Price. Mark Price would have hurt me more. <laughs>
5: I guess i, got, I got some retiring.
2: Oh, Jesus. Okay, go ahead, Soup. All
5: right. Pull one out for Niang. He is retiring.
3: Who's that, Take Niang? On.
5: Yeah, Niang, Greg
2: Oden. Oden made it to thirty-six years old.
5: We need to get uh, we need to get Ian back on the podcast because Mark Pfizer has retired. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Yeah, big Pharma. Quincy, Quincy McCall retired. Ray Allen retired.
3: time for Jesus Shuttlesworth to come back to the league.
5: <laughs> Isn't
2: that...
3: The funny. resurrection.
5: Michael Smith for <laughs> the Bucks has retired. And that
2: is it. So KD lives wow. on, huh? 35 years old and uh, he's still pumping. I'll
3: be back with the, the, the,
2: the Harrison.
1: Porzingis still, still going. Lots of
2: them. Yeah. Yeah, there's still a lot of vets out there. I wonder if some of them hit the Hit that wall. Glenn Rice is still out there. He didn't mention Glenn Rice, right?
3: No.
2: Yeah. No,
5: no he didn't retire. He. uh I can't remember if he, he resigned or, or, or he went. He
0: went free agency. Okay, free
2: agent. Yeah. Yeah, he's a free agent. Oh shit, London.
0: Well. All right. I'm. I'm going to take my wet blanket and uh, get off the call.
2: All right, sir. Well, we appreciate you joining Thank in you on the
0: podcast and great season, mm-hmm. my friend. Thanks. Pussy man.
1: bitch. Congrats.
0: I'm
1: just not feeling it
5: tonight. Sorry. Pop some champagne. He's going to enjoy some nice oval team before he goes to bed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, shit. Oh, man. Um, so who we have left on the line here? We got still We still got <laughs> Ank, right? Ank, give us your thoughts on the top five of the free agents here before we move on. Ank, you still with us? Hey, you don't hear
5: all that noise? That's been ank the whole time <laughs> making a fucking, yeah. making a fucking sandwich
2: <laughs> or something. He's doing the digits. He's probably rubbing one out to like fucking spreadsheets and shit. <laughs> he's
5: doing the dishes.
2: Well, we're gonna fucking, we're gonna say we're gonna bid adieu to Ank since he's not around and not responding, and we don't really want to listen to right. whatever that background noise is back there. So Anka, uh we appreciate you calling in, dude. So if you listen to this yeah. back, uh...
0: good playoffs, good season.
2: Yeah, absolutely, oh, dude, good. man. Congrats on your year. That was a pretty good run, almost back to back.
0: Yeah, fun run. See.
2: All right, gentlemen. So, um, I think what's next, soup is Lotto, right? Yeah, I got to go
5: through the resignings again, and then I'll be Lotto in a second.
2: All right, cool. So let us know when the the lotto comes on before uh Soup gives us a lot of results. Let's uh, kind of go over the class in general and how excited you guys are. SPL, your your thoughts on on the on the 3028 rookie draft and and obviously his name was mentioned, but Jesus Shuttleworth uh for guys who were part of 2.0, um he's he's very he, he has a big role in my GM life, but he was he's pretty controversial name. Um, you know, your thoughts on the class overall?
4: You I mean, know. I really like it. I mean, at the top, top of the draft, the number one and two, you I mean, you can go either way. I mean, but between Stevie Franchise and Jesus Shuttleworth, I mean, both of them are going to be phenomenal scores. Um, I mean, it depends upon if you think, I mean, what you want to go with. If you want to go with the younger player that's going to be more of a wing um, with maybe a potential to maybe play with luck to play point guard or if you want to go with uh, – with the dominant point guard, with, with, with what it looks like with the mm-hmm. CD franchise. Um, I mean, so it's the top of the draft really interests me. When, when you get outside uh, of that, um, you mean, I mean, I really think Manu Ginobili really stands out uh, as a player that, that, that's really interested in this draft that I, that I think should fall right outside of those top two picks. Um, Ron Artest is a wing that I love. Uh, I, I really think that he's got a ton of potential Already has that A minus defense. I, I think he's a guy that um, is going to be a really good, um, uh, good player. You I mean, especially if he could dump some points into his outside shot um, and get that into the, the B range somewhere. Um, because he's already got B minus inside. You I mean, if he get that outside shot into the B range, um, he's already got A minus defense, B potential. Um, I mean, I really think that he could turn out to be like Lockhart. Um, I think that's a real good comparison for him. Um then you also have uh, Elton Brand, which a little bit interesting. I mean, uh, defensive grades are better than what I thought they'd be at a B-plus um, coming out. So um, you definitely, definitely in this draft, you don't see too many bigs outside of him. Um, and then later on, you also have uh, Jeff Foster, which probably go in the mid-teens somewhere. But really not too many bigs um, in this draft. So if you're in the big market, you mean, you probably get to look elsewhere for it. Um, a lot of wings. Um, Baron Davis is another guy that's really interesting at point guard. Um, Jason Terry, another interesting player that I think, uh, um, soup has some love for him. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him. Um, I mean, get tinkered around a little bit, a little, little, little bit and, and end up uh, being a phenomenal player. Um, I mean, pretty interesting draft.
2: Uh, Pete, I know probably on the top of your draft board and maybe someone you're eyeing at selecting in the first round is got to be Trajan Langdon. Um, your thoughts on on this class?
1: Yeah, I love Trajan Langdon. I love the name. Uh, I'd love to be typing that on my depth chart uh, for years to come. But
2: uh, I mean, yeah, you should I just. I mean, I'm if you're going to draft him, you should just put the the Alaskan Assassin. You shouldn't even use his first and last right. name; just that's- his nickname.
1: We need to just change his name to that in the software. Cause that's the most badass nickname I've ever heard. Um, honestly, I I agree. I think that the top of the class is really solid here with the, with Francis and Shuttlesworth. Uh, I think it's maybe a little underwhelming beyond that. Like not a, not a lot of like really top tier guys beyond those first two. Uh, but I think this is a really solid, you know, kind of a deep lottery kind of class. Uh, so I, I, I really think uh, Manu, uh, Soup, is going to end up beasting him. Uh, he's, he's just been smoke-free in us for a while. Uh, Manu's going to be the man. Uh, but no, for real, uh, I really like Lamar Odom as a prospect, I think. Uh, he's got one of those great sets that's kind of, you know, I, I guess close to what they used to call a, a bank special. Uh, with a whole lot of C pluses across the board, but uh, but I, I could see him, you know, with a little bit of, of training camp luck, turning into a really really good player and, and maybe one of the better players in the draft. Uh, and, and there just seems to be, I guess, a lot of wing talent, like uh, like SPL said, uh, with a couple other you know point guards thrown in the mix. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm excited. This is gonna be my first draft really uh, with any kind of pick for, for a while. So I'm excited to have it be a a pretty decent one here. Uh,
2: How uh, confident are you with Eric creating the players? Uh, Obviously this is probably the first time you had a top pick um, since, you know, since soup took, uh, since Eric took over. So.
1: Yeah, I don't know what to, what to think Eric draft classes. I think I'm going to take Jonathan Bender because Eric is a robot named Bender, so I think that uh, that seems like a good fit, but uh, yeah, no, I I don't don't know. I don't know how to to really adjust my strategy based on his stuff. I, I really need to read more of his NBA posts so I can know who he hates and who he doesn't. Yeah,
2: well, I think he hates most Indiana Pacers, so if that guy played for the Pacers, I'd probably avoid him. Um, you know he's he didn't really take too kind to some of the Pacers in in past drafts, and if he was a Chicago Bull, I'd probably not draft him either, considering what he did to Nikola Miritich. But uh, I I think with you guys, I I kind of with you like they have a couple of sexy names with Jesus. I mean, I think he's going to be a, a stud in this class. Um, you know, a, a, as you guys mentioned, I know Steve Francis looks looks really good. I was kind of disappointed in Rip Hamilton's profile I thought he'd be a little bit better um he's one of the best you know jump shooters uh that you know the NBA has had in some time I mean he he was just money coming off the screens and he's only got that B outside he was a really good free throw shooter too so a little disappointed in that um you know great catch and shoot player I don't know if that just doesn't translate in the sim league or whatever um you know B, Baron Davis I don't I don't know if you guys have mentioned him to this point but um you know Baron was a beast in in 2.0 mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, again, his grades, uh, don't really t- aren't that sexy. I think there's a lot of big names in the draft. Um, you know, I think you guys touched on Ron Artest. I, I like Ron Artest. test. I think, um, you know, he could be, a, he could be a player down the road. Um, I also like AK 47 only because I've always just liked his name and his number combo, but his grades look like hot, hot garbage. So, I mean, but he is 19. So who knows? Um, you know, maybe he, uh, He'll become a, a pretty good defensive player. You know, Eric. Uh, you know, gets off on blocks and shit. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see how he turns out. But I think he's probably someone uh, mid-lotto. You know, mid-first round that somebody can take flyer on, and he'll be pretty good. Um, I don't. I don't think I have a pick in this draft. So, with that being said, uh, you know, uh, I'm just. Uh, and I see Eric is in shout, and he's saying that he doesn't hate the Bulls and Jimmy Butler. But Soup's come out and said that he tweaked Jimmy Butler. So, Eric, I'm not 100% sure you could take credit for creating Mr. Butler. But um, <laughs> if you want to, that's fine. We all know you hate him. Look at Derrick Rose. He looks like hot trash. Look at Miritich. He looks like hot trash. And uh, we'll see what any, any future bulls end up looking like. Um, we'll see how Elton Brand develops. I mean, he's got some sexy, sexy grades. So I think Elton Brand has a chance to be a top. You know, maybe he can get in between the Steve France, uh franchise and uh, and um, and Jesus picks. Maybe, maybe sneak into the top two, depending on who gets a, uh who gets who lands number one and number two in the draft. Um, hey. Uh, Mr. Without Phillip. Said, super, go ahead, Mr. my friend. Right. Yeah, I, I, listen, I haven't been on a podcast in months. I need to get some Jeez. some some of this off. What the fuck? And you're, you're taking fucking, forever to get to the lotto. I've been waiting on your five-minute monologue. Well, listen, my monologue is pretty entertaining. So go ahead, and I'm going to give you the floor, sir.
5: Okay. Do you want to run down uh, which teams have what picks, and then we'll do the lottery, or?
2: Um, how about... I got the owed picks. So okay. as you, um, as you run off 21. the picks, I'll tell you if anybody owns that pick.
5: Okay. From uh, this is before the the lotteries ran. Uh, Timberwolves at thirteen.
2: Timberwolves at thirteen, and they uh, own their pick.
5: Raptors at twelve.
2: And the Raptors first round picks belongs to the Oklahoma City Thunder.
5: Eleven Grizzlies.
2: The Grizzlies pick belongs to the Thunder.
5: Again, Heat. Uh,
2: the Heat's pick belongs to the Rockets.
5: Bulls at number nine.
2: The Bulls pick belongs to the Thunder.
5: Uh, number eight, Magic.
2: The Magic pick belongs to the Magic.
5: Seven, Hornets.
2: The Hornets pick uh, stays with the Hornets. Number
5: six, Celtics.
2: The Celtics own their own pick.
5: Number five, Divine and the Hawks.
2: Uh, the Atlanta Hawks' first-round pick belongs to K.N. and the Bullets. Uh, number four, Thunder. The Thunder's pick belongs to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh,
5: number three, the Rockets.
2: The Rockets own their own pick. Uh,
5: number two, the Clippers.
2: The Clippers own their own pick.
5: That oh, wasn't the lottery ran.
2: No. Number
5: one, the Sonics.
2: And the Sonics own their own pick.
5: All right, I'm ready to run the lottery.
2: All right, brother.
3: Fire them off. All right, number 13, Timberwolves. That doesn't number 12. change. Number 12, the Raptors. All
5: right. Number 11, the Grizzlies. In the heat, no changes so far. Nope. Uh, number nine, the
3: Bulls. Number eight, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. Number eight, the Magic. Number seven, the Hornets.
1: No changes yet.
5: Number six, the Celtics.
1: All right, here come the Bullets jumping to one. <laughs>
5: number five, the Thunder.
1: Yep,
2: there it is. Oh, my God. Number four, exactly. the Rockets. Man. You said the Rockets?
5: Yeah, four. Okay. Uh, th- three, the Supersonics.
2: Oh, Jesus.
5: Two, the Clippers. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> Kyrie Irving and Jesus Shuttlesworth going to be on the same fucking team.
1: With Dewan Blair and fucking whoever else. God damn it. Hold your, hold what on your fucking trade
2: over. did K.N. get that Hawks pick? Was that from Divine or was that from R.W.?
4: R.W. Out of the Yeah.
3: Wow.
2: That's just so fucking disgusting. Well, I talked shit to K.N. to get his ass back into the top of the league, and, and it looks like that'll be happening in short order. Craziness. Craziness. Well, gentlemen, that will bring us to our next section, which is usually we'd like to finish off our podcast here by uh, going and doing a mock draft. So with that said, we will we will run that off. Um, obviously, Soup doesn't normally participate in that, so it will be uh, the three of us, uh, SPL, um, Pete and I, So with that, we'll go uh, first pick, and the first pick obviously belongs to the Bullets. We'll make this a really cupcake, and we'll give it to Pete. Pete, who do you think the Bullets are going to take with the first pick?
1: Yeah, uh, their glaring weakness on their team is shooting guard, and there's uh, one hell of a shooting guard uh, that looks like he's available here. I'm going to go with Jesus, Jesus Shuttlesworth from Big State University.
2: Uh, it's pretty cut and dry there. Uh, yeah. SPL, I'll I'll give you uh, the West. Uh, uh, I mean the Clippers at number two. Where do you see the Clippers picking at number two? Um,
4: just looking at his team, I mean he really he has needs everywhere. Um, but I really think that uh, Stevie franchise Stevie franchise is is the obvious pick here. So I'm going to go with Stevie franchise.
2: Yeah, um, I'll I'll select here for Yawn and the Sonics. Um, just looking at the draft class and who's available like i said i I'm really big on uh elton brand so i I think he's a pretty good player he's got really good grades um you know b plus b plus and f and b plus three b pluses for his big man grades six eight two sixty twenty years old i mean maybe a Duan blair build type player so I'm gonna go with uh Elton brand at the third pick for the supersonics um and that'll bring us to the Houston Rockets and back to Pete. Pete, where do you think the Rockets go here with uh with 4?
1: All right. so I'm pulling up the Rockets roster right now just to see where they got some picks invested. I guess they got a they got a pretty open team. Uh, I think I would go with uh, ooh You know, I, I'm I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Manu here for, for deal but, huh? <laughs> What's that now? Uh, you quit smoke screening us there, soup. You're going to make him amazing. Um,
2: uh,
1: SPL, any,
2: any, uh, you think Ginobili's a good pick there?
4: Oh, I think it's a phenomenal pick. I mean, I, I think soup has a, a love for Manu. Um, and uh, I think that he's going to be a phenomenal player in the league. I I would even su- I mean suggest that he I, he might go three as high as three in this draft. Really?
2: I think he can go that high in this draft, huh? Is this just yeah, based th- off of Soup's
4: love for him more well, than anything? Say, yeah, I mean, but look at his starting grades. I mean, he's, he's got really good uh, scoring with good defense. I mean, he he's got he's got B inside, B minus outside, B defense, uh, C handling. Um, you mean there's, there's so many different ways that you can go with luck. Um, you mean you, you mean if he can get up to B plus handling, you mean he could be a potential point guard, um, which probably is a ways off and probably not realistic. But even with the B defense, B minus outside, B inside, you mean those are phenomenal grades. Uh, I think he's going to be a great scorer as well as a good defensive player on the, on the wing.
2: All right. Uh, SPL, you have um, the Oklahoma City Thunder here with pick number five in the draft. Where do you see them going?
4: Um, just looking at the team and how they're constructed, you mean, they're pretty set at point guard with, with Rose and Levine. Um, well, I shouldn't say pretty well, but they they got a lot vested there. Um, then they got Wiggins and Gary Harris uh, at the shooting guard. Uh, I really think that they're probably going to need to get, bring in a small forward um, with the bust of Miritich. So. I'm gonna go with the guy that I'm really high on in this draft, who's Ron Artest. I think Ron Artest, um, if you can dump some points into his outside shot, is going to be a phenomenal player in this league. You um, I mean A-minus defense already on a wing? I mean he's going to be he's going to be something. Um, so I'm going to go with Ron Artest.
2: Artest. Nice pick there. I like that pick. I was actually lining him up here for Dump's pick here with the Celtics. But since you went and grabbed him, um, I'm looking around here at possible players. I know Dump has a love for, obviously, the Dallas uh, Mavericks. So Sean Marion kind of pops up there for me. Um, You know, he's a pretty good defender. Um, Baron Davis is also there, and I, I and I absolutely like Baron Davis, but that's probably more from 2.0 versus anything else. So with that being said, I, I'm going to go ahead and, I mean, you also have Jason Terry, but I'm, I'm going to say that uh, Dump is going to go with Sean Marion here with the Celtics pick. And uh, with that said, uh, Pete, we'll swing it back over to you with the Charlotte Hornets uh, selection here.
1: Yeah. Uh I'm going I'm going Baron Davis with this one. I think uh I think the Baron uh would fit in well there. He's got uh he's got some young talent. Obviously Julius Randle looks really, really good. Uh, Kawhi hopefully at some point can, can kinda of get his shooting percentages turned around. But I feel like this team uh you know, he's been tanking for a little while. It's it's probably about time they try to stick go after a point guard prospect. And I think Baron Davis has a lot of of boom potential.
2: Yeah, I would agree with you there, absolutely. Um, SPL, we have the Orlando Magic up, so tell us uh, what prospect he's going to be selecting to trade off in about uh, four or five days.
4: (laughs) Um, Just taking a look at his team real quick, I mean, he's got holes just about everywhere uh real quick who, who did you take uh banks with your for your sean marion i,
2: I figured uh okay. dump went and, and picked up a center that has a pretty good defensive center and marion i think it might be a compliment obviously he's going to have pretty good defensive attributes he was a good defender in the league um and and so when you took our test okay. i just i went with marion there
4: uh, yeah i mean I, I i think i think just with with Looking at what he has, and 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 the, this player's versatility that could end up playing multiple spots, I'm I'm gonna go with Lamar Odom here. Um, I think Lamar Odom is a player that um, he, he's another guy that could just fill in many different roles within your team between those between your your small forward, your shooting guard, or, or your your even potentially your point guard because he's got C plus handles. Um, so I'm gonna go with Lamar Odom here.
2: That's a pretty solid selection there. Uh, I can't really argue too much with you there. Um, Pete, how do you like that selection?
1: Yeah, uh, clearly, you know, I, I mentioned him before the draft. I really like Lamar Odom. I think he's, uh, he, you know, I, I guess it depends on whether Soup is uh, is Team Chloe or Team Lamar. But, uh, you know, I, I think that he's got some really, uh, really good grades and, and could end up being a really, really good wing uh, after a couple of years. Yeah,
2: uh, I'm I'm up here with the Thunder's second uh, lotto pick in this in this draft. I think they have four of them in the lotto. Um, our test went uh, with the last pick. I think um, you know I I think they have some some building to do. Um, I kind of like this this prospect a whole bunch. I mean, in short, his strengths are jumper jumping. And shot blocking, um, you know, uh, he's a young kid, 19 years old. So there's the, you know, potential for him to, you know, develop here and, and get some points pumped into him. I I mean, I, I really like Jonathan Bender here at this pick. I think he's a he's a classic boomer bust, and I think he can afford to take him at this point. So I'm going to go with Bender here at this pick. And that'll bring up the Houston Rockets with their second lotto pick in this draft. And, uh, Pete, you get to make that selection for him. I'm pretty sure you made the first selection. Oh, that was – let me see here. Yeah, that was – yep, you made the selection Mm -hmm. of Ginobili there for him.
1: Yeah, uh, I know he's a name that we've already brought up once, but uh, I really like AK-47, I think. uh, You know, he's got that same – I mean, I I guess – what I've noticed a lot in these prospects looking through them so far is, is there's a lot of guys who do, uh, you know, everything decently but not, you know, not elite in, in any certain areas. I think Kirilenko is another one of those guys. He's got good defense. But other than that, he's he's got the potential to be really good, but it, it just sort of depends on how he's made. But I think here uh, he's, he's definitely worth uh, taking a gamble on.
2: Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you there. Uh, I, I like that pick. I'm a big fan of AK-47, so the Rockets picking them up I think is pretty strong. Uh, SPL, your thoughts on where the Thunder go with their third uh, lotto pick? They've already picked up in this draft run or test, and uh, I recently selected Jonathan Bender for them. Uh, where do you see them going here with their third selection? You
4: mean, I mean, I think they're going to want to maybe – because cause I, I don't know if they're going to completely trust – I mean. Derek Rose and Zach Levine at point guard. So I I think that they're probably going to go the point guard route here and and take a guy that has some really solid potential in Jason Terry um, between either point guard or or shooting guard, um, some versatility on their roster. So I'm going to go with uh, Jason Terry here for him. I think that makes a ton of sense with what he has.
2: I actually absolutely agree with you. If you didn't select him there, I have the next pick, and that's also the Thunder, and that's actually who I wrote down for his selection was Jason Terry uh, to go there. So I I think he's a great compliment as a a backup two uh, and a a backup point and and gives you kind of some insurance to see whatever happens with Rose and also gives you some kind of flexibility there that they can can make a move. Um, And with that said, I got the Thunder's uh, final pick here, and I'm going to go – I mean, I'm looking at the roster. They got uh it they don't have a lot of big guys that kind of stick out to you that you're like, eh, they're 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 pretty good. Jeff Foster I mean, they, would
4: make a ton of sense here for him.
2: Say say that again, I'm sorry?
4: I, I said Jeff Foster right here would make a ton of sense for him.
2: Um you
4: yeah. can get a, a big guy inside. But, you know, yeah,
2: I mean, I, I was looking at big guys, uh, <laughs> you know, um, and and some picks here that I thought might be pretty good. Um, you know, uh, there's a guy that's not a profile guy. He's uh, more of a uh, he's a he's in the second rounder, but I I think I like him here as a flyer, um, only just because of his his size and everything, and he's got a good a decent rebounding grade already for his size. So I, I'm gonna go with Z, uh, Wang Z Z. Here for him, I, it's just it's just a flyer. But he's 22. He's seven foot two, fifty five. I mean, he's got the B minus inside scoring, C plus B minus grades, and he's got an A potential. I mean, he seems like a pretty good guy, a pretty good, uh, a pretty good uh, gamble here late in the first round. Um, Former Maver- what was that?
5: Former Maverick Zhu.
2: Oh Zhu. okay. Well, I jacked up his name so. Juju goes to the Thunder and former Mavericks, so there's some hope there. Putting some hope on on Juju, uh, and with that we come to the final pick of the lotto, and that belongs to the Minnesota Timberwolves, who had a pretty good season. Just the, the West is just so stacked. Um, couldn't get in there in that eighth slot, uh, and Pete, you get to finish us off. So uh, where do you think the Wolves are selecting here, or where do you think they'll go?
1: In uh, in honor of former. Minnesota Timberwolves, uh GM and all time uh, <laughs> Sim League complainer, Ian Boyd. Uh I, I have to go with his his most famous famous disease ever created, uh, in Sim League, which is uh Corey Spaghetti. Corey Corey Maggette. Uh I think he's best player available. We'll, we'll see if he uh detests shooting as much as the 2.0 version of him did, but uh, but I think that you no know, Timberwolves GM is gonna resist the allure of Corey McGetty being available here at, at 13.
2: <laughs> I think that's a fitting way to end this mock draft. Uh, McGetty going to the Wolves at 13. Uh, it just it comes brings everything full circle. So uh, that's uh, I, I'm a big fan of that selection there. No complaints from me there. Um, all right, gentlemen. So we've kind of we've kind of hit mm-hmm. the end of our road here. Uh, Soup, uh, your your thoughts on on the on the year that just passed and and where you think next year will lead? Fuck this year, fuck next year.
5: I will say I loved me some Duke teams that had Brand, Baggety, Langdon, and Avery. I loved watching that team a
1: lot. Fuck
2: yeah, next- uh, William Avery fuck did Langdon. not get drafted in the in the in the lotto here, um, but Nor he was Nor did the a Alaskan
1: team. Assassin. Nor oh, did the Alaskan me.
2: assassin. Yeah, Alaskan assassin. I mean, listen, I, I was not. A, I'm not a Duke fan whatsoever, and I pretty much despised that Duke team because they were really fucking good. Um, but that that uh, Trajan Langland was just a, a fun guy to cheer for. He was hard to cheer against uh, being a Duke player, and he doesn't have the greatest grades in the world. But I mean, that fucking nickname is just awesome. So, yeah, uh, I think he he might have a chance to be a sleeper in this draft, but we'll we'll see where we're at. Uh, uh Pete
3: uh well, you' I was
5: trying to drop some hints, but since banks wants to talk over me and then bypass me, fuck y'all
3: I'm what the fuck soup?
5: It. You little
2: cry, baby bitch, How much have you missed me, soup zero, you fucking liar,
4: <laughs>
2: you're such a liar, God, dang it, ah, uh, that's it. No more baby pictures for you, dude. Can't tell the truth and open up your heart. I can't share the pictures.
5: Nobody but seriously.
1: Nobody puts the, nobody puts just the commission in the corner. <laughs> wants those pictures to see if the baby looks like him yet. Yeah, oh, I a... know the baby looks like me. He's got red hair. Goddamn it, <laughs> soup. I told you
2: the baby don't have red hair no more. <sighs> yeah,
5: Because yeah, you yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. dyed it. You <laughs> dyed it for black, so it look more Italian. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we had to fill out his passport uh, information the other day, and my wife's like, what color hair should I put? And I'm like, black. She's like, he doesn't have black hair. I'm like, it's black. She's like, stop calling it black. I'm not going to put red. And I'm like, are you been talking to Soup? And she's like, no. And I'm like, you know (laughs) Soup says he has red hair, right? And she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I said, no, you didn't forget about that. You're fucking with me. I said, if you talk to Soup and he told you to put red, I'm going to divorce you. (laughs)
1: Go comment,
2: yeah, so anyways that was a that was a fun time, yeah, he had the worst passport picture in the history of the world, so uh soup uh, what else your other thoughts uh, before I so rudely interrupted you on the draft? well, I've moved
5: on from the draft, but g b g is gonna be running the draft this year, so i'll will have the uh all the all the leads are updated right now, and I'll have the rest of the draft class. Uh, the draft file completed tomorrow. so I mean, none of the top prospects are going to change, but there will be some guys, some hard guys deleted and stuff like that. So feel free yeah. to start drafting whenever.
2: Yeah, uh, and uh, early prediction on next year, who's the favorite to win the title in your opinion?
5: Well, I mean, I, I would think the Kings. It doesn't look like the Kings are losing a whole lot. Their point guard will be a year older. And, um I was really disappointed on how the the Jazz finished the year. I thought they'd be a they contention. So I think the Jazz, probably the Jazz and the Kings in the West, with the the Nuggets, you know, kind of trailing behind them. If they can improve, they can make that jump. And then, uh, hell, if Jesus pans out like like I think he will, that's going to be a pretty scary combo in Kyrie and Jesus.
2: So good things in, in the future for the the Bullets organization. Yeah, that's, I mean,
5: I don't think we – there there might not have ever been two pro, prospects like that on a team together. I mean, it's scary, scary
4: things coming in Washington, D.C.
5: Awesome. Yeah, I mean,
4: we, we talked about it last night. I mean, I, I really thought Washington should have made a move there around the trade deadline to better that team. And, and now for him to get Jesus Shuttleworth at number one, I mean – I mean that team is gonna be awfully awfully good in the future.
2: I'd like to blame Pete for calling the move uh, the jump there before soup actually announced it. I feel like he gave all the vibes for it to happen
1: and just, <laughs> uh, we all we all knew that was happening i mean it, as soon as that we realized that k n owned that pick from divine this year uh, that was that was destined to happen, yeah because of course divine would. Uh, tank for someone and and give them the number one pick for no reason. Well, real you know, there
2: were, in Divine's defense, there were a lot of GMs that were like, "Fuck," uh, trying to make your team better this year. If you have a deal that makes you long term better, then you should just take it, even if it means giving Can a good a, a top pick. And so, there were a lot of people with that kind well, of thought. So,
1: sure, I, I mean, I, I'll give you that. Like, I don't, I don't mind. The idea of trading Isaiah and, and other people while they have value, but at the same time, he didn't like try and do anything in free agency or, or do it he didn't do anything to try and better his team in the short term. Like I, I think he could have made more moves to make himself at least a little bit better without mortgaging his future, uh, to try and avoid giving up again the number one overall pick. Thanks.
5: Yeah, a lot sure. of people thought a lot of people thought slavery and the Holocaust were a good idea. <laughs> I didn't mean they
3: actually
2: Listen, I'm just I'm just throwing the other side of the conversation out there. Um, you know, I, I agree though with Pete, like he should have made some moves in free agency before he sold off to try to to maybe get a couple one year or two year deals just to, to survive a little bit. Um, you know, he obviously wasn't super active when he jumped back into the league, so you know, that, that handcuffed him a bit, and so he was stuck with what he was stuck, and he played the hand he played. Obviously, he, I mean, can jumped. You know, that's not a normal jump, and so he did get a, a bit of fortune. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? With that being said, guys, we're, we're going to wrap up the podcast. As tradition here on the podcast, I always give uh, my guests, my hosts, um, you know, final shout out, final words to the Sim League. Uh, with that being said, uh SPL, I'll let you go ahead and, and get your get your shots off.
4: Hey, no really shots. I mean, love you all. Um I uh, already gave uh, put the thread up for the one K dump box to go to uh to go to twenties for uh for the uh, bounty that I had on Denver. So thank you twenties for getting that done for me.
2: SPL, before you leave, man, what's going on, man? I've listened to some of your your podcasts, man. Them shits are rated NC seventeen. You come on here, you're very PG. I was only kidding about my son listening to these <laughs> things.
4: <laughs> no, I mean I just I'm I'm just sitting back letting you run it. I mean uh, I mean no, I mean I, I have no I mean I, I try to I mean be entertaining, and, and right now I'm just trying to I add, add some color and some uh, some information. So. But uh, but no, um, I'm very happy that the fucking Denver were ousted, um, and uh, and uh, and I'm more than happy to pay the 1K dump bucks to 20s.
2: Well, that's that's fair enough. Well, I appreciate you uh, holding down the podcast, uh, and like I said in the beginning, man, everybody enjoys the podcast, and I think your podcasts were very good. So. Um you Thank did a you great sir. job and I, if you continue on that there's more than enough uh room in the podcast world for the both of us and, and you'll do a much better job than RW. We know that for sure. Uh pistol. Final thoughts, final shouts. Uh any 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 uh shade you want to throw, whatever, whatever's on your mind, fire away pistol.
1: Yeah, now shout out to uh shout out to my fellow DC uh GM and Wizards fan KN. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping this will finally be the core that gets you over the hump and at least into a final. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think this is going to be a uh, a good team here. And, and I'm going to throw some shade. Uh, I'm going to throw some shade. Anxway. Thank you for losing. Uh, that was, that dropped your pick like eight flats for me. So uh, <laughs> I really, really appreciate you taking the bullet there. And, and I hope that, uh Templeton and and Russell and all the other players that uh you have end up getting hurt all season and and you know I end up getting a good pick for the next 4 years out of you so I'm I'm pulling for you to lose now I'm I'm now on the side of good uh pulling against Ankley for the for the uh future here
2: all right SP uh, uh Pete uh you are a man associated with the Republican Party your thoughts on Trump mania
1: I I think he's a loser and uh you know I I wanna support I wanna support Bernie Sanders. Uh he's the top pick for the top ten percent of the top one percent of all sim league GMs. Uh <laughs> we need to redistribute the wealth of titles uh over to the Eastern Conference. I think there's been too many Western Conference GMs winning and uh and too many super packs have been influencing the outcome of these
2: of these sims. Well done, my friend. Well done. And finally, hey. our com- go ahead, Sue. No, go ahead. No, I was going to throw it to you anyways. That was what I was oh. doing.
5: I got some shade for magic, you little bitch. Quit asking if there's going to be a Sim every fucking day in Chow, dude. I, do, I give you a Sim every day for the most part, so quit asking. It'll be up when it's up. And I'd like to say a big fuck you to him for rooting Mad Men for me. I got four episodes left, but he wants to drop some spoilers in chat. you cock sucking faggots
2: oh man not only does he have beef with Drews, now he has beef with magic it's it's not a it's not a pretty scene those two guys going at you oh lord of mercy well soup we appreciate it as always you've been uh beyond uh fantastic as the commissioner of our league you, you've been holding it down for a very 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 long time and i think everybody uh wants to make sure that they they send you plenty of love and and, uh, you know, we'll we'll tell Magic, Magic to settle down and definitely no spoilering of uh, shows, events. I've never watched Mad Men, so I'm glad that uh, I, I wasn't around to get any of those spoilers because it's definitely on the list. With that everyone, said,
4: every-
5: everyone blow me. <laughs> this podcast is over, cocksuckers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and with that, uh, my final shout-out is just to the league. Uh, I'm glad to be back. Uh, hopefully we'll, you know, knocked off the rust on this podcast. We'll get a little sharper as we go through with it. Um, and, uh, you know, best of luck to everybody. Um, SPL, thank you for joining me uh, on short notice. Uh, Pete, same thing, man. I, I'm glad to have you on here. And, uh, you know, everyone in the Sim League, uh, enjoy uh, the end of the off season uh Be kind uh, to mark Price, whoever lands him hopefully that 's a pi- uh, pistol uh soup 'em up and make him into a beast and win yourself a title with him because uh I sure as fuck couldn't do it so uh night sim League. you gonna bust?
1: 18 plus.